0: Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the BadgerBlitz.com podcast. Of course, powered by Overtime Media for all your Wisconsin Badgers news from the recruiting trail on the football field and near the rim. I am Jay Kokorowski. We got John McNamara here, as always, part of the Badger Blitz team, bringing you a Monday night edition of the podcast. And John, first off, man, how was your Father's Day? How was the weekend overall for you?
1: I was good. Uh, good start to Father's Day. A uh, real good read on the site. Caught up with some former Badgers. Well, not myself. That was that was your work, and I thought that was a real good read. And I uh, got to spend some time at home and uh, catch up with a lot of the official visitors, and then you know, kind of piece together the stuff from Wisconsin's team camp on Saturday. So um, it was good to be in the house around the family. But uh, you know, a lot of work to do for the website, and I think we got a lot of content up. Uh, The last couple days, and you know, Jake, you and I were busy today. I think there's going to be a lot more content flowing to the site in the next couple days as well. So, um, you know, it's been a strong month for us, and uh, we're excited to put the put the recruiting news out there for you guys because I know our subscribers like that.
0: Absolutely, and yeah, uh, guys, take advantage of this deal that we have going on. It's good until the 30th of June. You get free premium access to BadgerBlitz.com and rivals sites free until the kickoff against south florida on august 30th quite the deal and we got stuff coming up uh, i can tell you right off the bat shimmery dk i uh, got a chance to speak uh, to speak with him over the past uh, you know earlier this week talking about his official visit also i uh, i just spoke with jack nelson a little earlier this evening talking about his time in madison this week is one of the eight uh, official visitors uh, that that were commits eight of the nine because Nick Herbig likely of course would be really hard to get him back to Madison after officially visiting the week earlier. But also uh, we talked to Nick Herbig's head coach Cal Lee out in Honolulu for the St. Louis school. And I'll have something up tomorrow at some point talking about just what Nick Herbig will bring to Wisconsin and and just what he is, how he's being utilized right now. Uh, at the prep level uh, and what's to come, and just some of the stuff off the field as well. So, again, go to BadgerBlitz.com, click on that breaking banner, enter uh, promo code SUMMER19. Folks, uh, we got tons of content coming up, and hopefully a lot more as well. So, I mean, I guess the big news too, John, uh, getting right into it. The Davis brothers, Jonathan and Jordan, three-star recruits, break the news on Saturday while you're at the team camp. Uh, how did that all go down?
1: Uh, yeah. So at team camp that was on Saturday night and we knew the Davis brothers were going to be there. Um, the camp opened at six. That's when the opening games were. And uh, that first six o'clock game, I watched Matthew Moores, uh, the 2021 forward from South Dakota already had an offer. Then at seven o'clock I watched the Cross central and they played uh, Blanking a little bit here. The team from Minnesota, Howard Pauly. I'm sorry. Yeah, the AAU program there and uh, Lacrosse Central won. So that took us into about eight o'clock, and I shifted back over to watch Matthew Moore's again, and his game tipped off a little bit early. So they were probably done at about eight thirty-five ish, eight forty, and Greg Guard came down. and I wrote this in our insider report. I, I thought he. I mean, he looked giddy. I mean, huge smile on his face, and he he kind of jogged over to Matthew Moore to talk to him a little bit and. Um, you know, I started making my way over to watch the Davis Brothers again because they played at nine o'clock and then, you know, it kind of broke on Twitter that uh they had committed during that time frame. So if if I had to pinpoint a time, I would say, you know, maybe like 8 30, uh they committed that night while on campus, you know, while up in probably Coach Guard's office. So um, you know, two big pieces for Wisconsin in the 2020 class. Um, you know, Jonathan Davis has been a longtime target for the staff. Uh, Wisconsin was his first offer, and you know he's kind of kept progressing and progressing over these last, you know, really twelve to eighteen months since Wisconsin's offered. Um, he's had a big spring, and you know he's obviously a top target for Wisconsin. They landed him, and uh, Jordan Davis's brother, um, you know, he was a guy that was also getting looks in football. Central Michigan offered to play wide receiver, and you know, just a you know a week or two ago, Wisconsin offered both. You know, obviously Jordan, Jonathan Davis had that offer, but they offered Jordan during an unofficial visit. And, you know, now they're both in Wisconsin's twenty twenty class, which which also included uh, Lauren Bowman, another guard. You know, he's he's primarily a point guard, but probably somebody who could play off guard as well if he needed him to. So, um, you know, that kind of backcourt's pretty well set and you know, Wisconsin's focus moving forward in this twenty twenty class will probably be on, you know, post players and obviously Jalen Johnson still floating around out there, uh, the five star in state guard from Nicolet High School. So Um, you know, good momentum that Wisconsin built up this weekend, and we'll see if they can carry it on into the July evaluation period.
0: Now, talking about each player, too, let's talk just a little bit more about what you know the twin brothers can bring to to the next level for Wisconsin. You know, what do you see in their games? And we posted the videos up on badgerblitz.com. You can find it there, you can find it on the YouTube channel, you can also find it on Facebook as well. So, but you know, so you guys can watch videos there. But, John, what do you see? From each player, and, and but what could they also bring to Wisconsin at the collegiate level?
1: You know they're going to bring athleticism to that backcourt, and you know really I think you can call Jonathan Davis a wing. Um, you know maybe he could play some two, probably some three as well. Um, you know Jordan Davis, he could play the two, and I, I think he could even bring the ball up for you as a one. So um, they're going to bring some athleticism uh, to that backcourt, which is which is kind of much needed on the roster. Um, you know, both are guys who really lock up on the defensive end. I think that's something that certainly caught guard's eye with with Jonathan Davis when when they offered a while ago and, you know, Jordan Davis as well. And that's that's been evident, you know, since these guys started playing high school basketball that, you know, they really get it done uh, on the defensive end, which obviously, you know, has been a staple for Wisconsin since, you know, Bo Ryan started coaching here a long time ago. So um, they're going to bring that to Wisconsin. Uh, you know, Jonathan Davis, he's a Rivals 150 kid, you know, he's... He's a slasher, and he's a guy that can get it done uh, on the offensive end as well. Um, you know, he's got, a, I think, a reliable mid, mid-range mid jump shot right now, and uh, he's still working on his three-point shot. Um, he's someone that can get to the point, and he's someone that can create off the dribble. So um, you, you like what he does on both ends of the court. Again, I think he's going to improve as a shooter as he goes on, but, um, you know, there's certainly a lot to like there. And, you know, Jordan Davis, I really think he can kind of find a niche Uh, on this roster for wisconsin as a lockdown defender uh someone who's reliable at the ball um and you know possibly be a scorer as well down the road so um, i think they kind of have a unique skill set between the two of them but um the both of them are going to bring guys who can lock up on the defensive end and and give energy when they're on the floor
0: with that too i mean you already kind of talked about it a little bit earlier uh when we first started talking about the commitments um but what does it mean for this 2020 class in terms of you now have three verbals. You have Lauren Bowman from Detroit, a uh, three-star gar- guard. And then you also have now the Davis brothers. Who does Wisconsin put the pressure on next? Uh, and, 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 does, and, and, you know, who do, does Wisconsin really target next for this class? I think the two
1: guys that are, are up next are – you know Jalen Johnson, who we talked about, the five-star kid. Uh, he has Wisconsin in his top four. Uh, Wisconsin, Duke, Kentucky, and Arizona. Uh, his decision is expected sometime this summer. Uh, he's mentioned maybe around the Peach Jam. I would imagine that maybe he plays out. You know the rest of the AU season. Uh, he plays with Phenom uh, University, which is uh, you know I guess based in Milwaukee, but has a few out-of-state kids as well. And uh, you know they're one of the top teams in the EYBL, and I think they have a real good shot of of, you know, competing and potentially winning that peach jam. So it'll be exciting to watch, you know, Jalen Johnson and, you know, his teammates on that ride, uh, you know, as they, you know, look to win that peach jam title. Uh, You know, I've mentioned before, I I think he probably winds up at Duke and I think Kentucky's right there as well. Wisconsin might be kind of in third position right now. Uh, But I think it'll be good for Gardner staff because they will have a decision in. And then beyond Johnson, I think you're looking at Ben Carlson, uh, the post player for Minnesota uh, he's had a, a Wisconsin offer for a while as well. Uh, you know, Stanford's in the mix with him, Northwestern, uh, Purdue, Xavier, uh, maybe a few other schools as well. So, um, you, I would imagine he's going to look to cut his list down sometime in the near future. And, you know, all indications would, would lead Wisconsin to be maybe in his top five or, or however he chooses to, to narrow things down. So I think those two are probably at the top with maybe a couple other guys just, you know, pretty close behind them as well.
0: And then, you know, one thing I wanted to touch on too was, you know, we talked about momentum earlier about with recruiting with Wisconsin and you have, yeah, I know, you know, after the Hausers, we didn't really get a chance to, to, to touch on it necessarily Uh, back in, you know, when the Hauser brothers eventually decided to commit what Sam was going to transfer to Virginia and Joey is going to stay in the big 10, but head, to Michigan State, I know maybe some fans weren't necessarily obviously happy about that and felt maybe Gray Guard should have closed more. I, I, you know, you just read some of the stuff uh, on social media, etc. But I guess in your opinion, I mean, does this change? You know, with the commitment of the brothers, and I mean, you know, they extended a scholarship offer to Jordan Davis. Uh, as well so I mean the pot was sweetened necessarily uh, but I would say like does this change the stigma of recruiting for Wisconsin right now has the momentum in your opinion changed that way Uh, and and does that change the stigma of uh, I mean with Greg Gardner recruiting in general
1: yeah I I certainly think it helps a little bit and you know Greg Gardner staff certainly needed some good news Uh, you know you brought up the Hauser brothers and and kind of how all that transpired and I'm kind of glad we didn't have to do a podcast that was centered around those guys. Um, you know, that was, that was kind of a long and drawn out ordeal. Um, but yeah, I, like I said, I think, you know, landing Jordan and Jonathan Davis helps, uh, that recruit momentum. I think, you know, Greg Gard is, is still going to have his critics who would say, you know, you, the only reason you got Jonathan is because he offered his brother Jordan. And, you know, maybe he's not a big 10 caliber player. Um, I would disagree with that. I, I think that, you know, with the 13 scholarships they have available, there's going to be a, uh, a role for Jordan Davis on this, on this team. And uh, he's going to be someone that I think can help you win basketball games. So um, I think it's, it's a step in the right direction. Uh, I think that, you know, their early work on Lauren Bowman really paid off because he's a guy uh, that, that is kind of primed, I think for a big July uh, on the, he also plays on the EYBL circuit and, you know, into his senior year. So I, I think they found a good one in Lauren Bowman. I think the Davis brothers are going to help you quite a bit. And you know, if they can finish this 2020 class off really strongly, um, they're going to have scholarships open, quite a few in this 2021 class, where you look at, you know, Matthew Moores we talked about, uh, Chucky Hepburn potentially is a guy, uh, point guard from Nebraska, who is, who is there for Wisconsin's advanced camp. And, uh, you know, Chris Hodges is the guy that Wisconsin offered during their camp. So uh, if they can close 2020 strong and go into 2021, where they have a lot of scholarships available, um, you know, guard can start building that momentum up again on the recruiting front.
0: And I guess overall, too, you know, taking a step back and maybe, you know, we talked about the Davis brothers commitment. They were there, as you mentioned, on Saturday uh, during this team camp session. You know, you were there for Saturday night for that uh, for the night one of that uh, team camp. You know, which player and teams stood out? I mean, you were talked about Matthew Morse, and then also, of course, the Davis brothers. But uh, what team stood out? What other players stood out from that night you were there uh, during that team camp session?
1: Yeah, Morris is probably the top performer uh, at that uh, team camp. Uh, he came with his Yankton high school team from South Dakota. Uh, they went 2-0 on the night that I was able to watch them. Um, and he obviously he might be the biggest target for Wisconsin in the 2021 class. Uh, you can make an argument that it's Patrick Baldwin, the, the in-state kid, but um, I would imagine that he winds up at a school like Duke potentially or you know, one of those quote unquote blue blood. So, you know, Moore's a big time kid. He was at Wisconsin last year at Wisconsin's advanced camp where he was offered shortly after. And uh, like I said, he's a big time target for them in the 2021 class. Um, but there were some others that, that kind of made a name for themselves at that camp. Um, you know, someone that I really liked was Carter Gilmore who actually was at both camps, the advanced camp and uh, the team camp with Arrowhead. Uh, he's a guy that's pushing to be in that offer discussion. Uh, he plays on the same AAU team as Jalen Johnson. So, uh, the Badgers will get a chance to watch uh, him and Johnson in, in July. Um, Steven Crowell is another center in the 2020 class who was at the, the team camp. Uh, he's from Eastview, and I believe they won the the championship at the team camp. And I thought he looked real good as if you're looking for post players, if if Carlson goes elsewhere, maybe a guy like Steven Crowell gets an offer. Uh, you know, a few other guys that they got a chance to look at, too, uh, In beyond the 2020 class, Trayton Thompson. Uh, another kid from Minnesota in the 2021 class. Uh, he's a four-star kid. Wisconsin didn't offer after his performance this weekend, but he'll be something they'll certainly monitor. Uh, Michael Du, uh, he's a small forward from Iowa, uh, another kid that that performed pretty well at team camp. So uh, there's there's definitely some new names on Wisconsin's radar after the two camps, and um, it'll be interesting to see how Wisconsin approaches those guys and who they choose to go out and scout uh, during the the July live period coming up.
0: I guess the other thing too, I mean, you've laid out the, you know, the player and the teams and there is, what is there to take away from this camp in your opinion and the two weeks worth of camps that Wisconsin has put on for, for this basketball program?
1: You know, I, I think if you look back to the first week, um, you know, they identified two more big targets in the, in the 2021 class. We talked about Chucky Hepburn, uh, the point guard for Nebraska, who picked up an offer uh, right now, the Cornhuskers have offered, along with Wisconsin and Minnesota, and, um, you know, he had a really strong camp. And uh, he reminded me a little bit of Jordan Taylor, if you've read the reports that, we, that we've that we run on the site. Um, you know, kind of a stocky build, but a, a better athlete than he looks, and he had a real good performance. Um, and then from that Illinois Wolves AU program, uh, the same program that produced Frank Kaminsky, uh, Chris Hodges, who's probably a guy that the Wisconsin staff knew quite a bit about going in. And uh, his his performance at the – at the advanced camp led to uh, to an offer for him. So uh, Wisconsin offered along with DePaul Loyola and Miami of Ohio, um, you know, he looks like he could develop into a true, you know, big, rugged, big 10 post player. And I think that's Wisconsin's kind of banking on there uh, after they offered him. And then uh, I guess, you know, maybe my big away from, biggest takeaway from the team camp outside of obviously the Davis brothers was committing was, was, you know, Matthew Moores and just how, you know, just how well he fits in what Wisconsin likes to do on both ends of the floor. Um, you know, he's a guy who can shoot. Uh, he's got good footwork in the paint, soft hands, great footwork. He just kind of, if you, if you kind of mocked up a guy to play for Wisconsin in this program, I think Matthew Moores would be it. Um, like I said, he was, he was on campus last summer and played really well. Um, he solidified himself, you know, at, at Wisconsin's team camp. I thought he was the best performer there um, right now. I think you have to feel really good about where Wisconsin stands uh, he has a relationship with Joe Kravinoff that you know really dates back to his middle school days. Um, you know, Joe Kravynoff is off um, also from the state of South Dakota, so uh, he has a really good connection with with Matthew and his family. Uh, his parents up again. This week, so I think he's close to a decision, but you really have to like where the Badgers sit right now. I would imagine they try to get him up on campus again in the fall for a football game, and at some point, I wouldn't be surprised if Wisconsin was able to close out his recruitment.
0: And with that too, um, I, I guess. I mean, yeah, you kind of hit you. You went right straight into my next question. I mean, so so you believe? I mean, more. I mean, I'm not saying commit watch like soon, You know, isn't like imminent, but you feel that could come sooner than later, potentially. Uh, but any other players that you know outside of those like Hepburn and Hodges that were you know offered uh, anybody else? Um, I think you said Carter Gilmore as well, but anybody else that. Any other players that you feel could be on offer watch, but it sounds like based off of what you said with Morse, that could obviously he's already offered, but with that relationship, you feel that that they could actually close that out relatively soon.
1: Yeah, maybe not relatively soon. You know, he hasn't talked about narrowing his focus, or I think it's still a ways away. But it, you know, at this point, Morse's recruitment, I think you really have to like where Wisconsin stands. I think he'll kind of stay in that sweet spot where you know, he's, he's not a guy that the, you know, like we talked about the blue bloods are going to go after where, you know, Duke and Kentucky uh, and those type of schools. So I think he'll be kind of right in Wisconsin's wheelhouse. Again, they've laid all the groundwork there. Um, You know, they were there from the very start with him. And I I don't know that there's an offer out there that that's going to sway where he is right now. So again, I I feel good about where he is, but I don't think he's close to a decision, but at some point, I, I do think that, uh, that Wisconsin will get his commitment. I just think that they're in a really good place right now, and if that relationship continues to kind of trend and develop in the right direction, I, I do think that he'll be part of you know Wisconsin's 2021 class. Uh, we talked about Gilmore. I don't think there's any reason to to rush on an offer from him. You you can wait on decisions from a few other guys, but if he has a really strong month of July, you know, especially playing on the EYBL circuit, um, I think he's going to be in that conversation for an offer when you know they they kind of let the dust settle. on on the live period and go back to the recruiting board and see where their needs are. Um, He's a kid that does a little bit of everything real well. Um, He can handle the ball, can shoot, can rebound, uh, can defend. I don't think he's an an elite athlete, but uh, he he does, like I said, you know, just about everything pretty well. So it'll be interesting to see what his month of July looks
0: like. And you mentioned Blue Bloods too. Uh, We're going to take a quick break, come back. We're going to talk about Wisconsin's official visit weekend number two. And we'll see if Wisconsin can upend potentially some, you know, some key, uh, key, two key recruits, see if they can make a dent in the impact and see if they can overcome some of the other offers uh, that they have uh, that these uncommitted recruits have plus we'll also talk about the commits that came in town all 8 of the 9 and just some of the general thoughts we had so stay tuned give us about uh, about 30 seconds we'll come back talk more here on the badgerblitz.com podcast brought to you by and powered by overtime media thanks everybody again for tuning into the badgerblitz.com podcast of course powered by overtime media got John McNamara on the line. I'm Jake Okorowski. And, guys, big thanks for for helping making this revamped podcast even bigger. Uh, We've had some record numbers of late, and we just want to thank you guys for this month. I know there's a lot of content going on, and so not only can you get it on BadgerBlitz.com, which, again, with our offer, click on the breaking banner, type in promo code SUMMER19. Guess what? You get free premium access to BadgerBlitz.com, along with the Rivals team sites, but also the Badgers Den message board, that premium message board, uh, is you get that as well in the deal, and there's a lot going on with intel, with discussion. Come be part of the Badger Blitz community. Give us a try. Let us know how you like it. I I promise you guys won't be disappointed there. And talking about that, uh, you had broken some news, actually less than like 12 hours after we recorded the Thursday night podcast, John talking about the official visit weekend number two, uh, coming in, who was coming in, who was then not headed to Madison for their official visit. First off, uh, two uncommitted recruits, you know, were not coming for two different reasons. There's wide receiver, three-star wide receiver, Jalen Paxson. And then you had, you know, running back, uh, Kevontre Bradford, both not coming, uh, Bradford is, has rescheduled his official visit for this upcoming weekend, which we'll talk about coming up later this week. We'll talk about the third stretch, the th- a third weekend of official visits and what to expect there. But uh, I guess I just want to talk real quick, you know, what did you hear about both and, and why they did not, you know, what you heard about why uh, they did not come to Madison.
1: Yeah. Well, Bradford, I was told had uh, some track obligations and that, forced him to bump his official visit from, I guess, this past weekend to this upcoming weekend. And then it sounds like the f- visit with Jalen Paxson just fell through and was canceled. Um, you know, you could read into that whatever you'd like. But, um, I, I, you know, I was told that they like where they stand with, with Daniel Jackson and uh, they like where they stand with, with Parker Washington, who was on campus uh, this weekend for his official visit. And, you know, there could be a few other guys out there that they like as well. So um, that visit w- was canceled and I wouldn't – I imagine it's going to be rescheduled at any point. Um, I think it definitely is probably good for Wisconsin fans uh, in in regards to Daniel Jackson because they just had him on campus the the, the weekend pri- uh, prior, and he left Minnesota uncommitted. And uh, you know Minnesota is able to I think land six or seven guys from the official visits from this past weekend. So I think you like where you stand with Daniel Jackson. He has one more lined up with the, uh, Iowa State coming up, and. You know, you would expect, uh, Jake, I think a decision coming up pretty soon for him, um, you know, sometime before his senior season with, you know, Wisconsin, Minnesota and Iowa State, uh, his top three schools. And um, like I said, I think you have to like where Wisconsin stands, especially after, you know, canceling the visit with Jalen Paxson there.
0: Right. And yeah, he said uh, he told BadgerBlitz.com as well uh, in a... Um, in an article just, a you know, just a week ago already it feels like it's, by the way, two weeks ago, that, how fast things roll in the recruiting world and, and just how busy I think you and I have been it, uh, it really, it feels like a long time ago, but literally eight days ago, we had an article up there. And I mean, basically he was telling, you know, he wants to start, you know, he wants to commit currently what he had told us before the start of his senior season sometime, you know, August, maybe early September. So it should be interesting to see what he does. And he was at Minnesota, by the way, this past weekend, and he was not one of the seemed like a dozen recruits that committed to PJ Fleck and and the golfers uh, this past weekend. So, uh, you know, I I think that may be a solid sign just uh, because, you know, there was such a tidal wave of commitments for Minnesota for that big 10 West program. So we'll see. Uh, And, you know, obviously, he still has Iowa State coming up this weekend too, but yeah, let's talk about Parker Washington then. You know, you out Jalen Paxton, you know, and but then enter uh, Parker Washington, a four-star recruit by Rivals and and based off of social media. Uh, obviously, a lot of uh, it seems like the family uh, tweeted a lot of pictures, a lot of some video as well in his time. What what can you tell us about Parker Washington?
1: Yeah, obviously a guy that's been recruited by Ted Gilmore and. Uh, Gilmore was influential in getting him on campus Uh, like you said Jake a four-star kid um, would you know definitely Wisconsin to Penn State and uh, he would have three official visits remaining I don't think he's close to you know narrowing his focus or or making a decision but uh, you know a big-time playmaker that the staff was able to get on campus and uh, they would obviously love to add him to a a receiver class at It has Shimmery DK in the mix right now and, you know, potentially Daniel Jackson at some point as well. So uh, I think you have to be excited about the receivers that the badges are on right now. Um, I think they could take as many as three. Obviously they'd love to finish that class with Jackson and um, Parker Washington.
0: And, you know, that leads us into, and we we talked about Washington, but another big name was on the, was on the docket, was on the visit schedule. That was three-star tight end Cam large from Massachusetts Target. I mean, take a look at the you know the number of offers. Uh, his top four: Alabama, Georgia, Wisconsin, Ohio State. Uh, and he was already at Alabama uh, last weekend. This past weekend, he was at Wisconsin. It looks like he's already at Georgia, based off a tweet from earlier today. Uh, and then he's got Ohio State coming up. Um, but you know what? Uh, how big of a get would this necessarily be? uh, to, to get this tight end for this class. Uh, especially since, you know, you and I both, you know, we, I talked to Cole Dakovic Dakovich, the Wisconsin commit. It sounds like he may be headed towards tight end as well in this class instead of outside linebacker. There's still a chance. They still, there's still a chance that that may or may not happen. Uh, but you know, is there anything that you've gathered from, from and we haven't had a chance to talk with him yet necessarily, but, uh, how big of a get would this be and, and what, what could he bring to Wisconsin uh, in that offense? Yeah, he's a,
1: you know, big physical kid. Uh, if you look at him, he's, he's pretty thick. So, um, you know, we had some film with him from the, from our rivals.com camp uh, out on the East coast and he performed really well there. He's going to be headed to the five-star challenge. So, um, you know, he's been one of the top performers on the camp circuit. Um, he's a kid that's, you know, being recruited by some schools, a defensive end as well. Um, obviously Wisconsin likes him at tight end and, um, he'd look really, really good, you know, paired with Dakovic, who, you know, maybe is more of an inline guy, uh, you know, a, a receiving threat. And, you know, large could maybe be more of a, a of that Y guy, that, that, you know, inline tight end. So I think those two would pair really well with each other. Um, he's been a Wisconsin target for quite some time. He visited this winter uh, previously to, or, you know, prior to his official visit to Wisconsin. I, I just I just have the feeling that he he finishes out with Ohio state and the Buckeyes end up getting his commitment. But um, I know that the, you know, a couple of people I talked to at Wisconsin felt that that visit went really well. Um, we'll have to see what happens. But if, if I had to put my money on, I think Ohio state comes out on top here.
0: And, and based off of anything else, I mean, this was a weekend where, like we mentioned before, eight of the nine verbal commits were in town. Yeah. Uh, you know, I've had a chance to talk, you know, the past couple of days with, with Chimery DK Wide receiver from Waukesha North. Uh, I just spoke, probably just a couple hours before actually recording this podcast with Stoughton offensive tackle Jack Nelson, who he says he's going to be. Looks like he's projected to be left tackle. uh I talked to Dylan Barrett. Uh, I guess uh, for me, I'm seeing with maybe some tidbits of info uh, talking to you know for the verbal commitments uh, commits. Really, I, I don't know if you're seeing this too, John, but it. it it's re reaff- they feel reaffirmed or you feel like, like these guys from what they've told me, they're all locked down to Wisconsin. They're, you know, they're, they're ready. Like Chimray DK, you guys will see an article coming up. He's locked down to Wisconsin. That's how he said it. Cause I, I've, I've asked these recruits after this visit, you know, uh, and how you're feeling. Are you locked down to Wisconsin? or Are you plan on visiting or looking at other programs? And everyone's from what we've heard, they're ready to be badgers. You know, Dylan Barrett and Jack Nelson, will also you know they're gonna their plan is to enroll early in january to be part uh, of that wisconsin class uh nelson just told me that just a couple hours ago and that'll be in the article tomorrow uh but you know is there anything else that's standing out where i mean it's this seems like this class is the visit really helped them kind of develop new bonds they have this group chat Uh, that they've talked, you know, they talk a lot on, but seeing them themselves in person and seeing, you know, Dylan Barrett mentioned how, you know, they see, he saw how, you know, where these, you know, where they came from in terms of families who they are uh, and they've kind of even added bonds and and relationships onto that. Anything else that stood out to you?
1: Yeah. You know, from what you're saying that that's the reason why they get them all together on the same weekend. And I think, Um, you know, Wisconsin had a lot of success and that's kind of what you expected. You know, you, you have these guys spend, you know, essentially three days together where you eat just about every meal together and you, you take the pictures together and you go to Paul Chris house together. And, um, it it certainly helps build those bonds. You know, some of these guys, um, you know, they've met each other and they know who each other are. And they, obviously, like you talked about, they, they interact with each other on social media and through text messages, but, you know, to really put that time together, you know, throughout the, you know, the weekend in Madison and. And you know, kind of build those bonds, and and you know, maybe meet the guy that you haven't met yet. I think is really important. And I didn't think I don't think any of these guys went into this weekend thinking about other schools or they were wavering at all. I just think that you know they kind of reaffirmed what they already knew, and um, you know they they kind of built those those bonds that you know they'll they'll take with them when they arrive on campus. Um, you know, if you talk about you know little bit tidbits of information, uh, the Dakovich news is is interesting. You know, we knew that he was going to be a guy that. Uh, the door was open at tight end potentially, um, and it sounds like that. So we'll we'll hear wind, well where he will wind up. Uh, uh, you know they've they've missed on a few other tight end targets, and moving Dakovich over to tight end makes a lot of sense. I think that you know that's where he may have the most upside as well. Um, you know, Dylan Barrett talked about he's going to enroll early at Wisconsin and attend every home game. Uh, I I think this kid's going to try to set the record for most unofficial visits to the University of Wisconsin. I you know, he visited like four times before he committed. He's been on campus a ton of times since he committed and he's gonna try to hit every home game. So um, you know, that's certainly good news. And then, you know, the the tweet that came out tonight that uh, kind of lined up the five offensive linemen that are committed and, you know, where Wisconsin might project them. Um, you know, we knew that Bordolini was being looked at it as a center and that's where he is in this in this graphic. Um Ben Barton and and uh, Dylan Baird are, are the guards, uh, with uh, Trey Wedig and Jack Nelson a, as the tackles. And uh, N- Nelson is your left tackle, and Trey Wedig's your your right tackle. So I, I, I thought it was first of all a great graphic. Um, you know, with the five guys in here, and um, it's kind of interesting to see where these guys are are pegged in the eyes of the Wisconsin coaching staff. So I thought that was interesting as well. And um, you know, it's certainly a very good offensive line recruiting class for Wisconsin. Uh, in, in this 2020 group
0: yeah and I, f- I found that I mean don't see he of course Tanner Borderline also pinged uh, De- uh, Diamante uh, Tranium uh, the running back target for Wisconsin who visited the weekend prior and of course he his response the running backs response was the three uh, you know bo- you know wide open eye emojis uh, going on there so that was interesting to see there and obviously it's a nice graphic for recruiting for Wisconsin in that regard. So I guess, you know, coming up, by the way, this is a preview for everybody. We'll John and I'll come back for one more show this week, just uh probably be a quicker show, just wrapping up official visits uh, in terms of just the, the preview for next week uh, weekend where if not mistaken, Max uh, Laffy, and then uh yeah. Trying to think. And then, of course, uh, give Andre Bradford from Texas will be in town. So we'll preview that and and what goes forward there. Uh, But anything else from from official visits? I guess maybe before we wrap up the segment, anything else that stands out to you uh, from this past weekend?
1: You know, I think we touched on most of it. Um, Obviously, you know, what it helps too is that, you know, you, you get these guys in town and then, you know, the coaching staff says, hey, look, these are these are the guys that we need to, to add to this group. So um, you saw a little bit on social media tonight that, you know, Shimmery DK and a few other guys saying that Camelard look looked good in, in red and white. So, um, you know, that, that core of guys that they have, you know, those eight that are on campus along with Nick Herbig, um, you know, now they turn into recruiters and, they you know, they try to finish out this 2020 class. So um, I, I think this weekend uh, certainly served its purpose for what Wisconsin wanted to get accomplished. And
0: uh, it'll be interesting to see how they close out the month. Folks, we're going to take a quick break, be back probably about a minute or so, wrap up this edition of the BadgerBlitz.com podcast, powered by Overtime Media. Wrapping up this edition of the BadgerBlitz.com podcast, got John McNamara, Jake Kokorowski, right here. And John, let's just, before we, we wrap this up though, let's just talk about what to expect from badgerblitz.com for, for this week, we got a lot of content coming up.
1: Yeah, you know, if you if you pop on the site, you know, right now, which it would hopefully be your morning of, you know, Tuesday morning, uh, you know, there was a lot of official visit stuff, but we also uh, hit on a few other guys. Um, Deacon Hill, a quarterback from California, uh, who was on campus this weekend, we, we got an article up on him. Uh, the Badgers also offered Damon Olison on Sunday during an uh, unofficial visit. He's a 2021 linebacker from the same high school as uh, Quan Easterling and Diamante training We have a, a story on him. Um, I also caught up with Ben Chrisman, and that's a story that we'll have on the site uh, on Tuesday, the 2021 offensive lineman from Ohio that was on campus. Um, I know you got a couple stories with Jack uh, Nelson coming up and Shimri DK. Uh, we'll have the podcast up. Um, you'll have the article on Nick Herbig's coach coming up. So, you know, Tuesday is going to be a really busy day on the site, and um, we'll we'll keep cranking away at the guys uh, that, you know, were either on campus this past weekend or start previewing stuff for the following weekend. So um, it's going to be another busy week, and uh, we'd sure like the opportunity to earn your business.
0: Absolutely. And once again, folks, give us a try. Go to BadgerBlitz.com, click on that breaking banner, promo code SUMMER19. Why? Because you get free, premium access to badgerblitz.com to other rival sites. And then on top of that, you have access to the Badgers den that premium message board. It's a community. It's, you know, it's a great time to talk with other Badger fans and also get the latest Intel from what John and I are hearing and it's well worth it. And obviously we're biased, but guess what? We want to have a chance to earn your business. So again, go to the breaking banner on badgerblitz.com. Click on that promo code summer 19 again free premium access until the south florida game on august 30th a great deal there that expires on june 30th and so you can also find us by the way for on twitter at mcnamara rivals for john for me it's at jake coco k-o-c-o of course follow us too on the main badger blitz profile on that thread that is at Badger underscore Blitz. Find us on Facebook, Wisconsin Badgers on BadgerBlitz dot and we also have an Instagram page for this podcast too. Of course, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, we're on Spotify. If you guys are, I have the Spotify. I know well, I have a friend that's uh, at the gym. One of the trainers asked asked if we had it on Spotify. I said, "You betcha!" And so he looked that up too. So make sure. You check out those pod, you know, those medium media to to listen uh, to this podcast. Uh, let us know, especially for Apple Podcasts, give us ratings. We'd love. I used to say five star ratings only, but give us your open feedback. Let us know what we can make, what we can do to make this podcast better and make it the most Wisconsin centric podcast out there and one that fans enjoy. And this is part of a community, so we'd love your feedback there. For John McNamara, this is Jay Kokorowski. We'll talk to you guys later this week. Get ready for more recruiting news, both football, basketball, uh, and we'll obviously have a lot more coming up later on in the summer and into the fall here on the BadgerBlitz.com podcast, powered by Overtime Media.